0: up sisters and friends happy monday everybody we are getting started on a great week here and i am so so thrilled to have the guest that i have on the podcast today she has been a friend for over six years now we've worked together for almost six years actually we are coming up like on six years yes this month pretty much because it wasn't it about april or yes. may that you moved So that's actually really sweet and really awesome. And so she's my longest standing workmate. And I'm so excited to have Courtney Leatherwood on the podcast today. And y'all are just going to learn so much from her. I just have to say, and I just said this in our prayer, but truly, um, whenever I need someone to speak truth in my life, or I need to confess something to a friend or talk to a friend about the hard things, Court is who I call. Like, Me and Christian always talk about how thankful we are that I have a court in my life. And so I'm thankful that you get to now be on the podcast and talk to all these girls and guys who are listening because you're just filled with wisdom. That's way too pressure,
1: But thanks. You just hype you up a little bit more before you start
0: talking. (laughs) No, but seriously. And I told her, I said, this is the easiest podcast of my life to prep for because last night I was thinking... Oh you know I probably need to think about this in the morning. I'll set some time to prep and then within like 5 minutes of sitting there while I'm watching Madam Secretary, my uh, Netflix Ooh, that's show. It's so good. Have you watched? I that? forgot about that one. Yes. It's is it is. a good show. Anyway, sidebar, as I was watching that, I sat down and I just like within 5 seconds had <laughs> six questions that I was like it was just so easy and I think that it's easy to prep podcast for people who live their life just really loudly for jesus which is funny because you are more a quiet person but the things that you um i guess the the goodness of who you are is so loud and so it was easy to prep so i'm excited um i'll start by this which you will hate but i want you to (laughs) tell everybody what you have done through, like, LO. Like, what are the things that you've personally done and accomplished and that people would know? Because I know you're so humble and, like, you would be like, no, I hate this. But don't be humble right now because I want people to know what you've done because so many people do follow along LO, see LO stuff, have bought words of affirmation, have come to conference, have seen all these things, and they don't know that you're behind it. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Really, say yeah. Really, we're okay. starting off there. Honestly... Gosh, I don't even know. I mean, it all started with Instagram graphics. Yes, it started there. Of like, how do we share truth on Instagram? And it in went an from- In an original way. In an original way, yes. Hand-drawn truth. Yes. Um, but gosh, what podcasts? I mean,
0: you've done so much.
1: Clothing. So We've designed clothing together. We've done the podcast stuff together.
0: All graphics or anything like visually that you've seen for LO, Court has- steered like you've you've come up with i mean as far as like if you've ever bought anything from words um court designed that for podcasts, podcast whether it's like the image that we use or all the social media graphics you definitely started that now you have people under you who help facilitate yeah. that but i mean the graphics and the visual you have been in total charge of conference when you come to conference and you see all of the visuals of conference that was your creative mind so I feel like it is pretty good. The website. You did the website. website.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like anything you're like, hey, Court, can we do this? Sure. Sure. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, which <laughs> is what I love about you. And I can't wait to talk about that later. But I wanted to say that to say that is not at all how you started at LO because no. we didn't even know we were going in that direction. We did not know a podcast was coming in the future. We didn't know a conference mm-hmm. was coming. We, did, we didn't know anything. When you mm-hmm. started, we literally had an Instagram Mm-hmm. and we had um that was about it because we didn't even have our website done
1: it was an instagram, it was an
0: instagram. and the whole way it started i'll just kind of tell this story so this is kind of sidebar funny i was kind of dating court's brother which is how we met and look the Lord works all things out he does. and so i was at their house and I saw I think it was like an invitation or something mm-hmm. that you were I think
1: it was like a friend's wedding it was invitation a friend's
0: wedding invitation and there were several of them out and so it was homemade but it was so beautiful and I was like this is really good you're like oh I do this yeah it's like my side hobby you know I like to do cards and invitations It's like you're really good at that so I just took note of it and then Next time we hung out, we were on uh, a ski trip together mm-hmm. and I was staying with the sister in the sister's room. We just got to talking and I just loved your heart and we really hit it off. And I just saw your doodles like you were just like doodling. And I was like, you're so good at doodling. Like, I don't know why I was so infatuated by like. Your doodles and your drawings—all these things—I was like, this is like very impressive. It was a God-given gift that you Mm -hmm. had. I mean, I like to doodle, but I'm like drawing a sunshine and a flower, and it's not good. Honey, honey thinks it's good, but it's nothing to show the world. Nothing to to show the world.
1: I've seen your doodles. so
0: I'm looking, I'm like, this is so good. Now, in the meantime, I was kind of in this la la land in my head of God, where are you taking me? What are you going to do through me? Want to do some type of ministry thing? Didn't know what that looked like. And I'm seeing these doodles, and I'm like, does this have? anything to do with each other and I, like again like even saying that sounds so crazy i don't even know why i thought that um but within that trip i asked you a question and i was like what are you doing for your job and at the time you were working a great marketing job
1: yeah i was just kind of cruising i'm like i have this job i like to make cards i like to doodle yep. do invites on the side that's like my outlet mm-hmm. but like i can never have that as a job yeah and you were living. I remember like, saying that I could never that. have that I as a I job. Could never have that as a job, and
0: I was kind of like, well, "Why? Yeah, you know, like, I could <laughs> never. This not a job. Like this is my, this is like my side hobby. Yeah, but I have my job. And I said, "Well, do you feel like you're doing what you feel purpose to do? And that one slapped you in the face.
1: I didn't have an. I didn't have an answer. I was like, uh, and my parents are sitting right there, I was like. I don't know. I don't know. But the answer is no. I yeah. I couldn't fully say I was like living that out. And I think even in my response of like, oh, I could never do that as a job. I was just so limited to like what God could do mm-hmm. versus what I should go do.
0: Yeah. I remember that. And And even when I said that, though, I had no intention of like, think, I didn't know I was going to hire you. I didn't know that this had to do with me. I was just asking as a friend, like, hey, do you think you're doing what your purpose to do? I mean, you have a great job. You lived in Malibu. I mean, you're just like very great situation. But there was something that I saw in you that was like, I have these deep passions for these other things. But it could never be my job. Mm -hmm. And I think I was more so pressing in on the idea of like, why do you believe it couldn't? You know, mm. because if God put it in you, maybe there's a way it could. Right. And I was just kind of dreaming with you. And then I go home and I tell my mom, I was like, Do you think I could hire a court? <laughs> and mom's like, For what? <laughs> what are you guys gonna do? <laughs> I'm like, well, actually, and at the time I was about to move to Nashville mm-hmm. and um I was like, you know, I think that what I wanna do is this ministry thing. And, you know, I was seeing like ministries post like quotes, like if a pastor preaches yeah. a message, they post quotes. And I was like, well, maybe we can post like quotes for my book and stuff like that. And then it'll be like inspiring on Instagram. And I was doing videos on YouTube. So I was like, maybe we can just take this and run with it. And I said, she's a really good doodler. And maybe she can make like all original hand-drawn quotes for me. And so I called you and essentially hired you, offered me, offered me a offered job. you a job to <laughs> You're crazy. doodle on Instagram for <laughs> me. And um, the job was also going to require you to move from Malibu mm-hmm. to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so I have so many questions within this realm of it. But just from your perspective, kind of tell the story from your side of when you got that call and what some of your first thoughts were whenever I asked you to come you know, leave your marketing official job in Malibu. It's moved to Nashville for um, a job that was so unknown. <laughs> Woe, or just text woe to 500500 500. That's audible a u d i b l e dot com slash woe, or text woe to 500500 500 to try
1: Audible for free for thirty days. I mean, I definitely was. I was not expecting that. I was caught off guard. I was always, you know, ready and expecting. Okay, my friend's calling. Did not think that that would happen. And I think. If I'm being honest, the first thing that rises was just the insecurities of, again of wait, why? is Like, why is she asking me like she could ask anyone to go do this? Oh, there's so many other good people at this. Oh, my gosh, I can't do this. I mean, it's so wild how quickly mm-hmm. like your insecurities can just mm-hmm. light a fire within yeah, you in a sense. Um, but I remember saying, OK, like I'm going to I'm going to pray about it. And genuinely, that was such a sweet time in my life of feeling like I had this big decision, but not feeling the weight because I really Mm -hmm. felt God's presence. Wow. And I feel like I took a couple weeks. Like I didn't call you the next day. Within those
0: weeks, me and your brother broke up.
1: That's
0: true. For a couple um, twists and turns. There were
1: some moments of pause. Okay, God, what are you doing here? But ultimately that question and then my yes like really grew my face sadie and Mm -hmm. we talked about that but i remember worshiping one night at church and just like desperately praying like i i think i just wanted him to give me such a clear answer and the reality is he doesn't always do that yeah he just doesn't yeah but this time i felt the clear by saying yes to her you're saying yes to me wow and it just took the weight off that it it wasn't even that i'm accepting this job to work with my friend it was like No, I'm going to say yes because I believe God has given me this Mm. opportunity. It's good. Through you. And it really stretched my faith. It's good. And everyone thought I was crazy. (laughs) It was. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope I said this to you.
0: And I'm not sure if I did at the time. And I know I've said this to you and stuff since. I was saying to y'all, like, your yes has to be bigger than me. Like, it can't just be for me because if it was for me, like, it's not going to work out. You know, like if you were saying yes to, LO for any reason, and at the time there was no really reason for LO. But even if it was just Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, you were just on Dance with the Stars, or you just had this, like it wouldn't have worked. Like your yes had to be for the Lord, and it had to be what He was doing in your life, not what He was just doing in my life. And I think that was so cool about what God did by you saying yes, and by Steph and the other people on our team. It's like it's it's not about like what God's doing in me; it's about God's doing in all of us and then all of us collectively going together on this one mission i mean it makes this beautiful thing because yeah. there's so many different giftings and so many different minds and so many different talents and passions and um, even faith you know levels at times and so like it's just been really cool and i love that you said that like by saying yes to her you're saying yes to me and the bigger yes was really to him and i was going to ask you that like what what you know, what were you looking for and what you got? Because I think a lot of people are looking for like clarity from the Lord Mm -hmm. and God doesn't always give you clarity. Like he gives you faith or trust. And I think that, you know, you had that. But what did that practically look like when you heard him say that? Was it in a church service? Was it just like this kind of underlying feeling? And I know it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain when the voice of God But I want to ask you that because there are a lot of people in your position who are searching for an answer. Mm. And I just want to give them a, you know, proper expectation of what that might be.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good question. I mean... That's one of like two times in my life I've had that moment. So think about how many years have passed since then. And I might not have had that clear of a moment, but it was in the middle of like a church worship time. So I remember being there. And at the time, I was just really into journaling, like during church. So like worship and then sit down and journal. And like that is what flowed out of that. And I didn't write a lot, but I wrote that. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that's what God was like leading me to just like put on paper of like pen in this moment. Um, and I, I just kind of took good. that as my answer. It's like, okay. And I I think with that too, I felt such a relief um, and not a burden. Sometimes yeah. decisions, like big decisions, big thing to look for moves or new jobs or starting school or where to go to school. Should I go to grad school? All these things like they can be burdensome. It's true. And the reality is, is, you might not get this clear answer all the time. But if you really trust that, like, you are doing your best to walk in God's will for your life, he will redirect you mm-hmm. where that has to be. And I think when you're sitting in that, you're not feeling the burden. Yes. You're feeling good. free to, to keep moving in that direction and trust that, OK, hey, he might redirect me. And that's mm-hmm. OK. But um. Yeah, I I just remember feeling like very light and free. And I think the other thing with that on just a practical, like worldly sense, I might have said this in like an old podcast, but, you know, sometimes when God's leading you somewhere, it's like the opposite of what makes sense in the world. (laughs) That's so true. And I feel like I remember that of that season, too, of like, not that it didn't make sense. But it, but it wasn't an easy thing. It wasn't an easy thing. It wasn't it, clear. It compared
0: was, to what you had, Yeah, it definitely didn't make sense. It didn't make because sense. Because you had a very, like, established, like, good-paying job um, with a good direction. I mean, you could have kept doing that, and you're really good at that, you know? You could have. Yeah. And you also grew up on the water, so we talked about, like, little things that it's like, oh, I wanted to live by the water. Like, there were some things that you had to... Be like, okay, this doesn't make sense. This might be a little bit of a surrender to what my Mm -hmm. personal preference is, but it's worth it because of what this is for.
1: Yeah. And I think that right there shows your confident trust in God Mm -hmm. and what he's going to do like with and for your life. and. I think just for any of those people who are just trying to make those decisions, if God's leading you somewhere and it's okay for people to question it or, you know, hey, what's going on here? But if you feel really confident that that's what Mm -hmm. God's doing, like be confident in that direction because people are going to wonder. And sometimes he's up to something else. That's good. Okay. So
0: I want to talk about just feeling qualified to do something because (laughs) you mentioned like immediately the insecure thoughts of, you know, someone else could do this a lot better, all this stuff. And, you know, perhaps there are people in the world who are more talented than all of us in the things that we're doing. Yes. I mean, yes. The reality <laughs> is that is true. <laughs> like, Very if true. we're gonna like look at it like that, it's like, actually, no, that's actually true. There yeah. are people around the world, yeah. but, but there's some reason that God's calling me to this. How did you get to the point of being, saying yes to even like your own ability? Like there's, it's, to me, sometimes I'm like, God, I trust you. You. I don't trust me. Like you're you're an easy yes. Yeah. I'm the yes I'm worried about because I don't know if I can do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then it's that whole putting the pieces together. Okay, it's gonna be you and me, yes. But like, how did you did you feel qualified? Did you ever get to that point? And cause I remember even when you started working for me and we worked together in our house, there were insecurities that were really? rising. And like, how did you kind of work yourself past that? Cause I don't see that in you at all anymore.
1: Well, I will say that I think is the fruit of this, like getting to work together for so long and also just focus on the mission and not in the little details. Mm-hmm. Like I do feel that freedom now where I'm not as like nervous to show you designs or be like, is she going to like yeah. this? But I was really nervous in the beginning. And you're even like the most positive, like cheerleader type of friend and teammate. And even then I would be like, I don't know if she's going to like this. Um, And I think it honestly, it just it just took practice. Yeah. And um, yeah, it just took time. And I think that's okay. I think when you're learning new things, you know, especially I was this trying to learn how to be a graphic designer without having any training on how to be Mm -hmm. a graphic designer. You figure it out. Yeah. And like you learn how to do things quicker or differently. And so. Honestly, I think it just took time yeah. to find confidence in it. But it's it's okay if you're not confident in the beginning.
0: Yes. I think that's so true. Because for you, it it wasn't from... And I remember saying, like, Court, like, I've never not liked what you've done or I've never shamed you for it. And I remember it was just, like, a true, like, self-doubt of, mm-hmm. like, I just don't feel like it's good enough to show you. Or I just don't feel like... But then, like, this confidence grew over time of, like, okay, like, I actually do have a real gift in this. And, like, mm. you know, and you you started creating a lot more too. It was like all these different designs like just started coming out of you, which I want to talk to you about just your creativity. But I was asking you to make original design, which is hard because it's a lot easier to you know, copy someone else of what they're doing or look at the trends and be like, oh, well, this is where everything is headed. Right. But I was like, hey, I don't want it to look like everybody else's because you'll notice on Instagram, it's like, somebody does something and then everybody has the same thing. And I was like, I don't want to look like everybody else's ministry. Like, yeah. we need, like, if our name is Live Original, it needs to be original, which is a hard thing to do. And so with all of your creativity, like, how did you, I guess, grow in just your ability to create original content and for you speaking to creatives out there do you have any advice for like how to get in that space
1: yeah that's good Said. oh i feel like and just real side note on this this is like when we started doing the original hand-drawn graphics for live original this was like before it was super easy with an apple pencil and yeah. everything like you were like we were actually like drawing or painting I or writing. When got the the iPad and you're like, look at how easy this, this is, is amazing. <laughs> and now I use it every day. Yeah, but that it really took time, so it was like a lot more time consuming. And now I feel like there's just so many great resources and tools where yeah. you can really do that um, to have your original handwriting, your original touch.
0: But you would like have creative days where you would just take time to like. Um, like yes. get away and like I just watch you like stretch your mind into mm-hmm. these places and I think in trying to do something that's original or new it is going to require a stretching of your mind and yeah. not it's almost like the transforming of your mind and not conforming to the pattern of the world. It's kind of like that verse coming to life.
1: Actually, it really is because it's it requires you to like retreat. I mean, maybe even the same way that you might go prepare for a message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, I'm gonna retreat from maybe these things I'm seeing or this worship song or right like I'm gonna retreat mm-hmm. and like really just step away. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to that of like, how do I step away from Pinterest? And Instagram, and honestly, just devices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just truly like unplug. Um, I remember those days where I was like, okay, I really need to come up with X, Y, Z for this project, and um, those were days where I would genuinely just go on walks. Yeah, like, I would just move my body. I would be outside in creation, and I just I feel like a lot of ideas and clarity often flowed from that. Um. But yeah, I think it's important yeah. to like step away if you're really, if you're really just trying to do something different. And there's some grace to that because mm-hmm. it doesn't always just download. Yeah. And it's not that you can't take inspiration from people. No. Inspiration
0: is always gonna be there. And then you make it your original touch. Yeah. I mean, for me, even preparing for messages, sometimes I'll be like, okay, I know I'm gonna talk about um, you know, let's just say I'm gonna speak on first John Four. Yeah. And then I might look up literally Priscilla Shar. First John 4, Kristen Kane, first John 4, mm-hmm. uh, John Piper, first John 4, like all these different types of voices. And I'll watch things that they've said mm-hmm. to spark inspiration. And then I'll go read commentaries and I'll, and mm-hmm. it's like I have this collaboration of all of these great thoughts. Mm-hmm. And now I make them my own. Now I take it into my prayer time. And then I stop watching everybody else. And I think, you know, and I let God speak to me on what he's teaching me through these other people. And then it becomes my own ideas, my own thought, this new message that's all pointing to the same Bible. So it's going to have the same stories. It's going to have some of the same messaging, but it's in my voice, you know, it's in what God's teaching me. And I think like with creative stuff with like graphics and stuff like that is the same thing it's not that you're not going to take inspiration like even for instance for my book that uh christian and i are putting out in october this is a really good example Mm -hmm. so i'm watching um the u.s open tennis you know finals and this guy was wearing this outfit and i just loved it it was a maroon and pink And red Mm -hmm. combo and I hadn't seen anything like that and I sent it to Court and I said I love this combo let's do something with it well Court's also designed my book covers and so it came to the time to actually design a new book cover and Court's like oh this is great let's try to use that pink and maroon that we really like from the U.S. Open so it was inspired by this one tennis outfit but you made it into how to put love first Cover. And so I think that's a good example. And plus, you did hand drawn stuff or you made it look like that. And I think that the handwriting, one of the things that why we do that is because then it's always going to be original because no one has your handwriting. Like no one has your fingerprint. So there are some things that you get to do. There are. But I love
1: that you brought up that example though, because I think that's another part of it of things that are inspiring or whether it's a color palette or some typography or just even like this background imagery you're like that is just beautiful that Mm -hmm. makes me feel xyz I do collect things as I go so on those days where I'm like okay I'm working on a project I feel like I have this bank of either screenshots on my phone or things I've saved and set aside that I can go return to Mm -hmm. those inspiring things versus feeling like I need to scroll or search in that Mm -hmm. moment and so that's like a perfect example of that. That's like, cool. Oh, let's let's use this for something. Let's tuck this away.
0: Yeah, we took a lot of things away. I feel we like, do. And then we do go back and use it. Um, I want to ask you about because we talked about this before starting this podcast because we were like, one thing we don't want people to hear is, even in talking about, is this your is this what you feel purposed to do all lot stuff that you can't do? because I, I believe this is true. I believe you can do anything on purpose with a purpose. Like I believe if you are like, you know, I have all the desires in the world to be the American Idol, but right now I'm a janitor, then that can be on purpose for a purpose. And you can use that season of your life while still singing and working hard on your voice and going to voice lessons. So I want to speak to that a little bit because you had this dream in your heart and not even a dream because you didn't even know it was... Could happen it. but you had this passion for creativity you had this passion for um even doodling and art and all this stuff but you also had like a really practical job at the time mm-hmm. speak to the person who is the creative who's like man i have all this creativity in me but like right now it's just not practical for me to have a creative job like i need this marketing job okay. um how do you stay faithful in that season
1: yeah. I mean, first of all, that's okay. Yeah. That's actually so normal. Yes. Like most people have these like passions and these giftings and these things that they want to steward in these dreams. And a lot of that starts as a hobby yes. or it starts at these, you know, late nights where you're like winding down from your nine to five and you finish your commute and you're at home and you finally made dinner and you have this hour of free time and it might be in that hour. And so just speaking to those people, like, That is totally okay. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think I think it really comes down to stewardship of Mm -hmm. your passions and your dreams because, you know, what we steward with a little, we can steward with a lot someday. And I think it's just like really enjoying like what we have in that season to steward. Mm -hmm. Like at that time that you met me, I was just so excited and honored my friend wanted me to design her wedding invitation. I'm like this, this is so fun. This is life giving to me. I'm not a professional, but I love this. And I think even today, I still love doing those things for my friends because it's this sweet stewardship of, okay, I'm not a wedding designer at all, but I really enjoy doing this. I really enjoy working with my friends or blessing my friends with a baby shower design or this little sign or, Hey, I'm going to create these cool t-shirts. Like I think whatever you're able to steward with those dreams great like start small and it it could be something big or it could not but like let that be up to the lord
0: yes and i think you really know where your heart's at if you'll do it before you get paid a dollar for it you know um i mean i talk about that with this podcast like I wanted to interview people my whole life because I love talking to people. And we did this podcast for two years without getting paid a dollar because it probably went negative because I had to buy all the equipment and hire people to help me do it, you know? And, um, But I just loved it. Like, I just, I love learning from people. I love talking to people. But then also I'm challenged by, okay, if no one's ever going to listen to this conversation and I'm sitting there talking to someone at Waffle House, like, do I invest in them with the same amount of interest? You know, like asking the questions of even how I asked you that day without even really knowing why. So always you feel purpose too. Like I just love asking people these questions. And so it's like, will you do it when the camera's not on you? Will you do it when you have no platform? Will you do it when you're not getting paid for it? Will you do it? Because that's like the abundance of your heart. Like, because that's what God's really gifted you with, because that's what makes you come alive and it's like workful rest for you. You know, <laughs> it's you're it moving is. your hands, but it's so restful. Like you it just is. love it. And so I think that's such a good way to put it. It's stewardship. And you were doing it um, behind the scenes before you ever were doing it on a big platform. And um, because you did it faithfully then, you were able to say yes, knowing, oh, I can do this, you know, like I can do this. And you've done an incredible job. And you still, like you said, you still do your cards and you still do all these little things. And I think that that's when you also know, too, when it does become your job, but you still want to do it on the side because it's just like, It's just what's in you.
1: It is. And I feel like that's still just as important to continue in that. Maybe you do get this amazing dream job of something that you're super passionate and really talented at. And it's okay to still do it in the small parts outside of your job. You know, it's okay to like exercise and practice those things. Good.
0: I love that. One thing I want to ask you about, and this is something that is hard to teach people. And I've realized this because now you and uh, Steph and I, you know, lead our team and we have different people on our team who are under each of us that we get to help teach and Mm -hmm. we get to help grow and they're like miniature versions of us in some ways you know they're creative or they're they love social media they love um creating graphics For those are the people that are under you and right now you know you have one girl under you who you're kind of mentoring up in that and one thing that I have seen you teach all the girls on our team, mm-hmm. and Steph teaches this too, is that y'all are not scared of the things that sound impossible and mm-hmm. the things that sound too far out. Cause my my dreams are big. Not gonna lie, when we have <laughs> when we have dream meetings or vision meetings. Normally, my th- my thoughts start with. Okay, this sounds kind of crazy. I'm not sure if this is possible, but I'm just going to throw it out there. And I've never seen, and I, I'm truly trying to think, I don't think I've ever set a dream that you and Steph had looked at me and said, not possible. Like, y'all have never done that. Like, I don't think so. I don't so. think you've ever done that. I might
1: have paused and been I mean, like, okay. I might have been okay. like, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> And that's fine because some of them are, but like, yeah. and there there have been hesitations and reservations and y'all have always been quick to be like, hey, that just might not be a good idea, which I appreciate. And that's why I love working with my best friends. But y'all have not been like, it's a no. You've always been like, let's try it or let's mm-hmm. see. We can see how this is gonna work. And we had a moment recently with our team where someone, we'd asked someone to do something and they said, you know, that's just not gonna happen. And you (laughs) quickly looked at her and said, Well, surely we can figure out how to make that happen. And I stopped everybody in that moment. I said, I just want to make sure everybody heard that because, like, that is such a good spirit to have on our team to say, Well, surely there's a way. And um, I just, I feel like that is something that is hard to, to teach people is something that's not really natural for everyone. Um, But you and Steph lead in such a good example of, okay, let's try it. Where does that come from? How do you grow in that? Mm. Um, Because I think it's a hard thing to grow in.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I do remember that moment. I think part of it, my nature, is I do like solving problems. So I'm like, okay, how can we figure this out? And I feel like you and Steph also are very skilled at solving problems. Between the three of us, we, we, can figure, we can figure we can figure this out. We can figure yes. this out with many options. There's always an option. There's always, always an option B. even if they all fail, it's, <laughs> we're gonna try it. Yeah. um, so I think that's part of our nature as well that, like, it's not intimidating for us to, like, solve these problems or step into these big dream ideas of like, how do we bring this dream or vision to life? Mm-hmm. Um But I also think it, I think it just has to go back to, like, your spirit of, are you, are you just willing to try new things? Good. Like, are you willing to fail at something? Yeah. And, you know, we're really blessed that we get to work, like, as teammates and good friends because there's such a safety and comfort in that. And when you're in relationship, you know, whether it's, like, someone you're dating or your spouse or your team or your best friends, I mean, those are your safe people. Mm-hmm. And so those are the people you're probably more willing to be, like, all right, yeah, let's go for this. You know, right. if we fail, it's okay. But um, I've really been thinking on this lately of like, just, am I having a spirit that, am I willing? Yeah. And you can go as deep as you want with that in whatever season of life you're in, but I think that kind of even applies to like- It's good. Like this, so are you willing to try? Are you willing to try? Are you willing to try? And are you willing to fail? And are, and that's and are you willing to, to fail? you You'll
0: get back up. And yeah. I mean, we've had, we had one of our biggest epic fails was something we worked the hardest on, which the was box. our box. Yes, the box. And I think this is a good thing to to note because this was a good idea that just didn't work. So when the whole box thing was big, like, you know, people buy subscription boxes, I was like, you know what would be so awesome is if we did a Bible study box because so many girls say that they want to start a Bible study and they're like, oh, I wish you could teach it. And I'm like, well, That's you a great teach idea, you know, and they're like, I don't feel qualified or I don't know how to teach or I don't know what to make. I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to host all stuff. And I was like, well, we're going to answer all these problems for you and we're going to create a box that has everything in it that you need to do a Bible study. We um, wrote the sermons for it. We had a oh, whole magazine that like had the sermons, there was crafts in it, cooking? which we included the crafts that you could use all the stuff. There was cooking, there was recipes, there was videos that went along with all of it. I and mean, we worked hard on this box. This box did not sell, no. and we lost money on it. We lost a, like a lot of money on it because it was just a lot of work and mm-hmm. materials that we bought, and people just didn't buy the box. And we're like, man, that was a great idea, but that just did not work, you know. And so I think we did it one other time. We tried, we tried it twice, yep, and it didn't work again. And we were like, hey, we have to move on. And from that though, it really led us to starting the app. Ella Sister app. It
1: prepared 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 the way for that. that.
0: And now I look at Ella Sister app and I'm like, you know what? This is really uh, everything in Mm -hmm. a sense of what we were trying to do with the box. Mm -hmm. Now it's just on an app, which is just a more, you know, I mean, it's where people people people. are at. It's where people are at, you know? And so I I say that to say, you know, that saying it's like, shoot for the moon, you might hit the stars, you know? I think that's happened a lot of times with us. If you're willing to shoot for the moon, then you might actually land on the star and then like look at what happened, you know, look at where we've gone and it wasn't our original idea. I mean, Elon Musk is like, you know, this guy trying to do all these crazy things. I was reading, um, his, an article about his life one day mm-hmm. and it said he, has set out, you know, for us to all uh, people live on Mars one day or whatever. And it was talking about how he has not actually reached his goal of doing that yet. Mm. But in the meantime of trying to do that, he's created four billion dollar industries. Like, I mean, that's crazy. That's
1: crazy. And so
0: in trying to do one outlandish Mm. crazy thing that might work one day, um, in the meantime, here's four other billion dollar industries that have helped, like— change a lot of what the world looks like today. And so I think that that is kind of in a sense, too, of like when you look at something that feels impossible or too hard, are you willing to say, well, I'll try? And then in trying, that's going to lead you to maybe where you where you land, where you end up.
1: Yeah, or you'll just... You really like embracing that learning process yeah. of just the doing. Yeah. And I think even like we've talked a little bit about creativity, but when you are truly just embracing whatever it is you're creating, maybe that's cooking for today, yeah. whatever recipe you're doing, you're just embracing it. It might not turn out how you want. That recipe does not actually always work like Joanna Gaines it does it? And so, but you enjoy the process. Yeah. And I think even on a bigger level, some of these things we've like dreamt or stepped into, like, we enjoyed the process. Yeah. Like, that's I don't so regret true. ever saying, you know what? Yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Like, No, no, we wouldn't have known. And yeah. we did it. And like, look at what God did beyond that. We didn't even know what he would do. Yep.
0: I'm pretty sure Lionel Richie said this on American Idol. It's where I heard <laughs> it. I'm sure he didn't come up with this, but he said, when you win, you win. When you lose, you learn. Mm. And I was like, that is so good. And that's so yeah. true. When you win, you win. When you lose, you learn. So there's really no fail. There's really no failure in that, you know? And yes, if you look at it technically, okay, I failed, whatever. But I learned and I grew and I learned a lot. And together as a team, we learned a lot through that process. And so I love that. And then even just that willingness and that spirit to always try to problem solve, I think it's just such a great um, characteristic to have in an employee and a person and a friend just to encourage those who are listening I'll tell one other story about just a team moment where one of our team members, um, and she she'll die down and tell the story, but uh, it's just funny. And it was at conference, and at conference the first year we had promised everyone that we were going to have beignets, the beignets, beignet, beignets from Louisiana for everyone at conference, which was kind of a big thing to offer. But we we had said it. I said it from stage. I said. And in the morning, everybody get here early because we'll have beignets. So I get off stage backstage talking to everybody about how awesome tonight was. And one of our teammates comes up to me and she says, yeah, uh, by the way, we're not going to have beignets. That didn't work out. And like, sorry, you just said that from on stage because we're not going to have it. And I was like. Oh no, we're gonna have beignets. Like it's like not even Faye is like why I don't don't even want to know why we're not gonna have it, but we're gonna have them. Find a way. Find a way. I literally call my grandma. I'm like, "To mama, do you know how to make beignets? Like, can we make beignets for people tomorrow?" She's like, "Sadie, it's 11 o'clock at night. We can't make beignets." I'm like, "We gotta make. I I gotta learn how to make beignets." I'm like about to like start making beignets. I'm like, "We're going to Walmart, you know, because we said we're gonna have this all this stuff." And so we all talk about it, and we're like, "Hey, what can we offer realistically?" And it ended up being, like, we ended up having donuts for everybody. And that's fine. It was great. But I think that that's a good note to say, like, if plan A doesn't work out, there always needs to be a plan B, you know, to follow it up with. And if if it's not going to be beignets, that's fine. But at least let's provide donuts because we want to keep integrity for what we – that we're going to offer something. Yeah. And I feel like for you, one thing that you've done really well, you've always been going to come up with plan B. And I feel like through this, like, Through all the things that we've done and your willingness and your faith we've been able to create Mm -hmm. things that i never thought was even possible for us to create i like i said at the beginning of this i never knew we were gonna have a conference i never knew we'd have a podcast i never knew the books would come that came i never knew any of that but i'm so thankful Mm -hmm. that through all the seasons that god put us together to do it together because i could not have done what we've been able to do without you and without our other teammates but i'm just so thankful for you and your Mm -hmm. faith to say yes six years ago, and your faith to continue to say yes through all the seasons. Like I said, we've gotten married since then. A we've lot of life. had girls. We both have our May baby girls. <laughs> That's a requirement for Team yep. You had to have a girl in May. <laughs> and um, it's just been fun, Court. It's been a, a heck of a time, and I'm just really thankful for you.
1: Oh, well, right back at you, it. And truly, for those who might not get to work with their best friends, just link arms with your friends. Yep. Go create. Go do things and just um find friends who are just ready to like say yes to the big things it's
0: good it's the best people to be around (laughs) well y'all i know you learned so much from court as i continue to every time i get to talk to court and i just hope that this was like as as much spiritual as it is practical for you guys as you step into the work world as you step into the creativity and the passions and the dreams and the gifts that god's put on your life and just know that no matter where you are you can do what your purpose to do so whether you have the job title that does that for you or just stewarding well what God put inside of you, you can do it right where you're at. So we love you guys, we're for y'all, and we're cheering you on like a sister and a friend.